when disaster strikes. Will you be ready? Good evening, and we begin tonight with the monster hurricane and its deadly impact already. When all hope is gone, will the government be there for you? If you're looking for ways to take your prepping to the next level, then you've come to the right place. Broadcasting from a secure and well-prepared location, it's time for Prepping 2.0. And now, please welcome authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Welcome, everyone. This is Shelby Gallagher over here at Prepping 2.0. Welcome, everyone. I want to welcome you as well as my co-host on this show, Prepping 2.0. And he's my co-host in life, my husband, Glenn Tate. Hello, Glenn. Hello, dear. How are you? I'm just peachy. All right. Hey, we have a great show because it's going to be a wide variety of topics. This show is rapid fire answers to important prepping topics, the mailbag, what the mailbag is is um, it's for Patreons and the public, by the way. The yes. public can answer this. This is a not a Patreon-only thing. It's on the Patreon page, which is just go on to Patreon. Uh, look well, for, well, no, do, ha, there's a better way. There is a better way. What's that better way? Go to our website at prepping2-0.com. Down the lower mid-page right-hand side, there's ways to support us, ways to listen to us. And you'll see the Patreon. It's like orange with a big P. It is. And it says support us here. So if you click there, you can go there and see Patreon as well as all the public posts, including this one. Exactly. And it's called Mailbag. It's got a big picture of a mailbag because that's what it is. Patreons are asking us, well, members of the public. I'm just saying Patreons, members of the public are asking us questions. As usual, they're great questions. And so it's a potpourri or as, as I was raised to say potpourri of uh, different topics and we like that because a lot of times we do kind of a big heavy topic and that's great but we like to kind of sprinkle in lots of l- sometimes lighter topics but quicker topics mm-hmm. and here's the thing guys it's not going to be this thing I always hate this with mailbag or like you're in some seminar or whatever and somebody raises their hand and they they ask this completely specific question that only relates to them we're not going to do that you're not going to have no. any questions about mongolian bird watching none of that it's going to be stuff that you can use yes going to be from the uh the patreon so that's what we're going to do so it's going to be a lot of fun well shelby we always do the top 100 things that go quickest in a collapse why don't you tell folks about that and tell everybody what item number 80 is this week yeah so again if you go to our website prepping2-0.com in the lower right hand corner uh top 100 things that disappear the quickest fastest in a collapse based on the bosnian experience um we are on number 80 Jeez, two Louise. years into doing this show we're getting close to the end of the list so number 80 I think is very interesting. Yes. It's the U.S. Army Survival Survival Manual FM 21-76. And there's a hyperlink on it. That hyperlink will take you to Amazon into the actual book. And it is a 1970 published U.S. Army Survival Manual. Yeah. And the link, by the way, we haven't looked at the link because uh, we're just getting ready for the show. Mm-hmm. But um, it does it go to Amazon or it does it go to, to a no, PDF? No, it does. Okay, it, it goes, goes to Amazon. straight there. And it's in the show notes. Yeah. It's in the show oh, notes, Oh, there too. you go. It's and it's like be... 10 or $12. I just think it's interesting that folks in, the, in a collapse during the 90s were using a survival manual from the 70s. Yeah. 
So that tells you, uh, well, it, it's because I know all of us fall into this trap. I do. The most recent is the best. Well, you know what? Sometimes you get what you get. So uh, I just think that's interesting. So I encourage you, though, to go look at that list. More and more of our fans are telling and listeners are telling us these days that list is kind of a shopping list anymore these days. Yeah. And that's a good one. And I, there are a few on that list that have a hyperlink that will take you to where to, where to get the thing right so that's been a really fun list to go through the last couple of years so what's the next one glenn that's the dollar store score which and, go what, ahead and that's that's a new feature we're doing mm-hmm. and as the name implies this is something you can get at the dollar store or the dollar tree or the dollar whatever they're all the same and these it's a great prepping place um and so here's what i got and we're going to be reading these because i did a patreon post i said hey patreons tell us what you got at the dollar store and there's been some amazing stuff we're going to kick off the feature the dollar store score feature with our own dollar store score something we got so i i got a bunch of two pound bags of rice and a bunch of three ounce Velveeta things in like mylar, like indestructible, last for a million years. Yeah, think like a Capri Sun kind of mylar. Yeah, exactly, but full of fat and salt, which and is chemicals, better. but yeah, okay, which is better. And so, Shelby, a lot of people are asking me, "Hey, this thing you got at the dollar store? How much did it cost?" Oh, it was a dollar because it's at the dollar, dollar store. store. <laughs> exactly, that's the cool thing. So. Here's the thing, two pound bag of rice. Two well, pounds, not two one pound bags, but a two pound bag. A two bag. pound bag, which turns out to be 50 cents a pound. Try to beat that out there. And a lot of people are like, why would you get a two pound bag of rice when you could get a 25 pound bag of rice? Couple answers. Uh, at 50 cents a pound at the dollar store, the two pound bag was actually cheaper per pound than it was by at a long shot. Cash and carry and elsewhere. And the other thing is, if you've never tried to pour, a 25 pound bag of rice into little teeny vacuum seal bags and and not create a huge mess and not have rats come, then you don't know why it's better, um, all things being equal. And in this case, it was actually cheaper to do the dollar store thing. All things being equal, get the smaller bags. You just snip the corner so, so air can come in. And you did these actually. Yeah, you did I was going to say, do you want me to tell you how many? Uh, you please do, yes, please. So no, you, please do. You t- because the bags that these things come in and beans are the same way. It, it, they're in plastic, but it's not the most stout plastic. Yeah. So you put that whole bag into a, f- a food saver is the brand we use. Bag. And by bag, you mean you like slide it slide down. Slide the don't whole pour thing in. Stuff no, in. you slide you the whole bag. Yep. yep. The bag inside the bag. Snip the corner, like you said, so it sucks the air out. Of the little bag of the food. Of the original packaging. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then you vacuum seal the whole thing, which just makes it so it's double coated in plastic. It's super sealed. It's there is no air in either bag, the bag within the bag. And uh, yeah, those give. And then if anyone has watched the the Facebook uh, live feed that I did on, I then scan. Oh, yeah. That with my Sortly app. S-O-R-T-L-Y. It's an app. Yes. With my Sortly app. And I'm like, I am putting now 50 pounds of this away into the secret safe place over here. In tub like ABC or whatever yeah, it is. Exactly. They get inventoried. So I we now have 72 pounds. And we have 35 uh, little cheese packets. And uh, so the 35 cheese packets and the 45 two-pound bags of rice, so 90 pounds, came to $80. 
That's that's a dollar store score right there. Because they were food items, they were tax free. Here's the other thing. One thing that there was a comment on social media regarding the cheese packets. Oh, this is funny. Well, a a woman had gone to her Dollar Tree and found the same packets and was like, oh my gosh, they're almost expired. Uh, I'm going to say this. Now, this isn't lettuce. I know. It's not a fresh item. Be nice about expiration dates, honey. Oh, I know. Expiration dates, folks, they are very, very subjective. Yeah, I cannot say that enough. We've talked about this before, but Velveeta cheese, which is not a real cheese, let's just be honest. It's processed it's cheese food. It's very, product, very processed and chemicalized, and it's not really cheese. It's a good cheese byproduct. Yes. Oh, it is actually a good fire starter, <laughs> and it's in mylar. Mm-hmm. It's okay. And here's my here's my kind of reality check on on. Uh, on expiration dates. I remember John Jacob Schmidt, who we've had on oh, the show, yeah. talking about the Bosnian collapse, mm-hmm. saying people, he knows stories of people fighting in the streets mm-hmm. over in the 90s over a can of spam that's expiration date was in the early 60s. Yep. So yep. it's okay. I mean, not that, do I want to eat expired food? No. But when you have something that's super duper processed and is not a fresh item like Velveeta and it's in a Mylar bag, you're good. You're good. Don't, people worry too much about exp- expiration dates and let's all face it. Food, indus- the food industri- industry uses it to. Yeah. Make you keep, buy more make stuff. Make you buy more stuff and make you get rid of stuff and, and not, honestly, let's be honest, not encourage you to store food. Right. That's not good. Anyway, okay, so let's let's keep going. That was our dollar store score. We think this is going to be a really cool segment oh, that so people cool. are going to get a lot out of. Here's the thing, guys. Do this. Go to a dollar store, dollar tree. And just check it out. Dollar farm, dollar whatever. The dollar barnyard. The dollar barnyard. The dollar <laughs> corral, whatever it's called. And just walk around the aisles and go, oh, my goodness. We that's have, a dollar. We've had several fans yeah. come out and say, I had no idea. No idea. There was there's, food there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And and it's perfect for this. And there's can openers, funny story that we'll tell later sometime about that. Um, there's like things of Advil, there's like band-aids, there's all this stuff. And it's it's off brand, it's not even a brand. And and soaps and cleaning supplies. Soaps and cleaning supplies, and they, being a dollar, usually come in small little things. They're great for yourself, they're great for handing out, they're great for a but, billion things. Here's the thing. Don't listen to us. Just go to a dollar store, yeah, walk around, and you'll be like, geez, that is exact. I, I needed some of that. And what's the cool thing about what it's costing? It's only a dollar. It's only a dollar. It's awesome. <laughs> so there's that. Well, Shelby, what's our next topic? So we are just, we're so encouraged by all of you, by our listeners, by our fans, those who tune in, those who tune in on our weekly show that we have with KHNC, our, our Patreon community so much. I encourage all of you, if you like us, which I think you you're do, listening, you're so listening, I mean, yeah. and especially those who are just you know who you are. You're, you're our super fans. However you listen to us, whether it be on Spotify or iTunes or wherever. YouTube. YouTube. YouTube we we is don't another talk one. enough about YouTube. We're, we have a YouTube channel. We Prepping do. You, basically, it's the audio. You just yeah. hit play and watch. It's, you're not going to watch anything except right. our logo go by and just listen to us. A lot of people listen to us there, which is great. Um, however, yeah, first of all, subscribe wherever you listen to us, please subscribe and then leave a little, you know, thumbs up, leave a five star review, 
give a little, hey, I love these guys and and Shelby is so cool. Yeah. Do whatever, if you could just do that and then maybe share it. Put it out on the Twitters. Put it out on the Facebookies. Put it out there on <laughs> MeWe. Put it out there on Parlor is the big yeah, one now. that's a thing. Put it, Instagram is another big one. Um, we don't have an Instagram page, but no. I'm there. So, and I know you are. Glenn barely touches yeah. ever, uh, but I... I I have a day job. I can't I know. do all this. I do a few things on Instagram. So yeah, go share it, push it out there. And and your word of mouth does more for us than anything we can well, do. And the algorithms, because it's all yes. about the algorithms. And iTunes, for example, sees that a lot of people have rated this and they listen to it and they subscribe and they download it. And then iTunes says to other people looking for survival or preparedness or whatever term they're using, hey, you might like this show. And then people listen to us. And because Shelby's awesome, they end up loving us. Yes. They end up, it's, you know, they have to listen. There's all that. So anyway, we, we encourage it because it's the way to grow this and get this message out to more people. And we think that's important. It's free, by the way. Now, Patreons can support us and all that. But the show, the radio show and the show that's a, a podcast, if you will, is free. Yes. So... If you want people to hear important prepping stuff, like, I don't know, just get the word out and do, it's all about algorithms. Well, and I will say this too, many of you have. I will say so many of you have told me specifically on social media, I I shared this with my wife, I shared this with my daughter and they're now reading your books. They're now, they're now, they're now they're going, on board. they're now going to the dollar store yeah. and all of that. So the thank you crowd. so much. But yeah, just keep that love going folks. We love it. So the next thing we want to talk about, this is good. This is, this is good stuff. Go ahead. You, this, yes. you got this one. It's lurkers. Lurkers come out of the shadows. And what that means is a lot of people listening to the regular show, however, they're listening to it. Um, they they're like this this after show and being a patreon sounds pretty cool but i'm really scared to do it because i'm afraid that patreon will um put a probe in my mind or um <laughs> do something like that or uh give me a tattoo across my face that i don't want or whatever it might be oh, hey, i put a post-it on my face today and you it didn't did. hurt it's very funny um and that's not going to happen so i wanted to <laughs> you know call you out if you're if you're uh, a, a lurker and and tell you to come in into the light and here we have a lurker testimonial and it's dawn and she says hello i was trying to figure out the exact place i found you but i think it is simply the rabbit hole that social media is mm -hmm. i'm a member of several amateur radio preparedness and homesteading pages so i presume it was related to that and i clicked join i quickly subscribed to your podcast that's what we were talking about awesome she says loved what i heard and decided to support support you on patreon First time I've ever done that, so I'm new to Patreon as well. I think the exclusive to Patreon information, the special questions and answers, and she means the mailbag, which we're getting into in a while, the behind the scenes stuff is an interesting concept and worth supporting. I've been sharing a lot of what I hear on your podcast with my like-minded husband, yay, and he's been listening too. Thanks for all the info, humor, and amazing guests. The time and effort and heart and soul you put into this is truly appreciated. God's blessing on your day. Oh, that's awesome. So thank her. you, Dawn. Yeah, thank that's a lurker that came out, of the, came out of the shadows. And, did, and like all the, that, that we've talked about, share. 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 Yeah. Do you, who, what, who is the talk show host? Because you just pulled the move where they just threw the throw the card. They're talking. They have their little card in front yeah, of them. And then they throw it. I think it was OJ Leno or something. Yeah, yeah. he would just throw it. 
So it makes for great radio right now. That's yeah. what Glenn just it's did. It's a great video for all of you who are watching, parentheses, none. <laughs> <laughs> he just tossed his card. Yes. We have another new feature, which yes. is called Normalcy Bias Spotlight. And what that is, is we're going to have a spotlight on examples of normalcy bias. Normalcy bias is thinking everything in a crisis situation will be just like it is now. And that is a very bad idea. It is very paralyzing and it will get you killed. Uh, a hashtag I've been putting on social media um, has been hashtag normalcy bias kills. Mm. And it does because if you think that the police are gonna be able to respond to stuff because that's normal and they're not, and then you drive into a riot and you end up getting shot in the face by uh, Antifa. Well, so that's how it can kill you. It's gotten even worse. So while you're pulling up your card that you're going to toss here in a second. I am. Uh, that's, that'll become right a bit. I'll toss a card yeah, on exactly. radio and no one will ever no see it. No one will ever know <laughs> until, you know, you don't have to like fixture down or something. Yeah. But, um, I'm super So strong. right now, as we are recording this, because we are in a collapse right now. Happy yes. collapse, everyone. Yay. Um, riots are still happening. But what's happening now is the Western United States, and we live in it, are, is on is in fuego. It's yes. on it's on fire, mm -hmm. and it's more and more kind of oozing out of secondary news sources right now that they are being started by arson, Antifa, Antifa types, BLM, BLM, those types who are just kind of communists. And so, what's you're not hearing the news of the rights that are continuing, and so. I say that because right now, I mean, and I will, I'm kind of giving, I'm pre, I'm John the Baptist. Contextualizing. Is, a, 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 somebody gave me a report this morning about, um, oh my gosh, I just lost my train of thought about um, how Antifa is running around, uh, you know, lighting things on fire. And he said, uh, wow, I thought I could just escape this city by going out yeah. in the country. Now, honestly. If you're in the country or if you're in this city right now, calls for service mm -hmm. are, are not being answered. Yeah. It's not just a Portland, San Francisco, exactly. L.A. thing right now where all the riots are happening, where calls for service are going unanswered. It is everywhere. And that's the point is to stress the system to the point where there's chaos. So yeah, you have a, so an even better example. Here's, a, here's an example of normalcy bias for our normalcy bias spotlight. spotlight. Um, there was a post and it was about picking sides and it was the basic point of it was, hey, how do we know as conservatives or preppers or whatever patriots, whatever we are, Christians, whatever we are, um, how do we know which side to to follow? Who do we know who to follow in a multifaceted civil war? Because it's not going to be blue and gray. There's going to be about seven or eight factions fighting. So that was the basic question. And. Here's what this guy answered, and this is the normalcy bias I and want to spotlight. I want to say this before you say it. God bless him. Yeah, no, he's a good person. There's nothing wrong with this guy. Sincerely kind, but wow. This is just a guy on Facebook. Yep. This isn't like a Patreon or listener of the show. And this guy says, and he posts a picture of this giant, like, I don't know, warehouse where there's all this food and all these people and on on tables and all these people are coming to get like a food it, bank it kind almost, of thing. And it almost looks like like a craft fair. I yeah. mean, there's just tables of food and pe it's almost it reminds me of gun shows. Honestly, it people was are just, just walking. Yeah, through. they're just walking. Right. And he says, we plan on helping those in need. You don't have to pick a side. And I said, uh, I respectfully disagree, and here's why. I said, you do need to pick a side, and here's why. If you're just going to open up some warehouse and just hand out a bunch of food, and because that's normally what happens on, like, Rotary Club Food Bank Thursday or whatever mm -hmm. you're used to, um, and if you just think that's going to happen in a collapse, here's what's really going to happen. 
um, a gang, uh, the government, um, somebody else, fill in the blank, somebody using force is going to take that food from you and, number one, eat it themselves. Number two, give it out to their followers. Um, an outlaw motorcycle gang is going to put a gun in your face, take all that food, and they're going to sell it. And so this idea that you don't have to pick sides, you just hand out food to everybody is normalcy bias. I think we yep. made that point. Yep, absolutely, I absolutely. And, and, well. and I, when you read that to me, when we talked about that off air, I'm like, the reason why in Eastern Africa off the Ivory Coast, why are there no open air markets? Well, because yeah. it's... Because of what we just said. Because of what we just said, because gangs and violence and terrorists and all of that happened. So the next thing we want to talk about is much better. Yes. It's coming up soon, folks. We've yes. talked about it a little bit. Um, the 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 Panhandle Preparedness Expo. It is in Sandpoint, Idaho on October 3rd and 4th. We are going. It oh, was yeah. just decided recently. The committee decided to go ahead and hold it after considering not. Right. And God bless them for doing that because many of the expos that we, uh, in fact, all the expos that we normally go to this year have all been canceled because of all the COVID garbage. So they're letting this one go. We, you've described it as this will probably be preparedness Woodstock. It's the Woodstock. Because here's the thing. we No one's been able to go this, Anywhere. this year. Mm-hmm. And by the way, Sandpoint, Idaho is kind of by Spokane, Washington. So it's like in northern um, Idaho. It's not out in the middle of Idaho. It's it's kind of a central location for a lot of people to go to. We know people that are booking flights to come yes. out. Because a lot of us feel, and I'm going to be very serious here. A lot of us feel like this may be the last time we get to see each other. Um, the war is coming and um, there's going to be bad stuff after um, October, which begs the question, Shelby, when is the Panhandle Preparedness? It's October 3rd and 4th. Yep. And if you can only go one day, that's fine. It's not like it's not a two day event. It's it's right. expos, it's speakers on both days. So if you go one day, you, you've heard it all, you've seen it all. But many people stay for two days. We'll be there for both days as well. And Joel will be there. Yeah. Yeah, real life Joel from yes. her books. Well, speaking of your books, um, we uh-huh. have yet another segment, a new idea, and that is the Nostradamus Award. And the Nostradamus Award, Ghost, and Nostradamus was this guy who allegedly predicted a bunch of stuff in the 1500s. The Nostradamus Award, I'm giving this award out to Shelby, Shelby Gallagher. <laughs> because your books, written four years ago, talked about wildfires and Antifa in Washington, California, and Oregon. Riots. Quasi-seceding from the United States, the federal government, the great states. Human trafficking. Human trafficking. Splitting the, of our states. The splitting of the states and all this stuff. And I got to admit, I read the manuscript, which is how we met. I read the manuscript and I'm like, wildfires? I mean, okay, I guess it could happen. I mean, you know, you're very creative, right? Fiction writer, you're very creative. Um, absolutely nailed so many details it's spooky and so here's the thing if you're listening to the show you're obviously interested in this topic shelby's too modest to say this so i will say it buy her books they're on audible so if you're not a reader that's probably if you're traveling to the preparedness expo traveling you can listen to it please do yourself a favor hear what she wrote four years ago how it's all coming true because why it will give you insight into what else is coming true. If she nailed what's happening now, you would be very wise to listen to her predictions for what's coming in the next few months and the next few years. So the Nostradamus Award goes to 
Shelby Gallagher. So, and I, we only have 45 seconds left here. Before we have to take a break, oh my goodness. So, uh, one of my fans on Facebook to that point says, Shelby, I would like to request that you rewrite your book series to include pink unicorns, eating blackberries, while bunnies frolic in a field nearby. I'd rather go through that than events exactly as you wrote them first. So, she's giving me the same kudos. So, thank you very much for that. Folks, take a deep breath. We're going to take a quick break here. Mm -hmm. We just wanted to kind of bring out some new stuff that we're going to be doing, some new topics, some new kind of avenues. Um, We have a whole lot of cool, like, potpourri. We don't like using that word, but just a potpourri, a variety of all kinds of cool topics to talk about. Don't go away. We have so much to talk about at the end of the break. We'll be right back with more of Prepping 2.0 with authors Shelby Gallagher and Glenn Tate right after this. When the grid goes down, darkness will descend fast. Used to be there was nothing you could do about an EMP, electromagnetic pulse, or CME, coronal mass ejection. Now you can protect your electronics, protect your family, thanks to EMP Shield. EMP Shield invented a simple to install device that prevents whatever's connected to it from frying in an EMP or a CME, and it costs just a few hundred dollars. EMP Shield has been tested by independent laboratories and passed muster with the government, which has ordered lots of them. Google EMP Shield and see for yourself. And save some money. Get a $50 discount per device. Go to prepping2-o.com. Click on the Friends and Affiliates page, then click on the EMP Shield logo. At checkout, use coupon code PREPPING2.0. It's all one word. Shelby Gallagher here. We found that you need to layer your food preps. Yeah, this is Glenn Tate here. A lot of times, the hardest part of layering is the long-term foods. We love new mana foods, which have a 25-year shelf life and are non-GMO. Also, organic meals are available. Numana comes in family-style portions and in bulk. This is not backpacking food. It's family meals that last for at least 25 years. The perfect freeze-dried part of your food layering. You can get a sample of Numana meals for $19.95 and see for yourself. You will be amazed. Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount by entering the code PREP. Go to Numana.com or click the link on the Prepping 2.0 website. Give it a try. Numana.com. That is N-U-M-A-N-N-A.com. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Looking to meet other like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own prepper group? Already have a group? Join PrepperNet.com. PrepperNet has gathered the biggest names in the industry to help unite preppers everywhere. Join John Jacob Schmidt, Scott Hunt, Dr. Bones and Nurse Amy, Glenn Tate, Shelby Gallagher, Charlie Hogwood, Samuel Culper, Survivor Jane, Rick Austin, Franklin Horton, Ryan Mitchell, and Brian Duff. Our team is united. Check us out at PrepperNet. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. PrepperNet.com. And we're back with more of Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Welcome back, everyone. This is Shelby Gallagher over here at Prepping 2.0 with my co-host in life and on this show. Glenn Tate, Glenn Tate, we we have, this show is appropriate in a variety in all kinds yes. of different ways. We've touched on a lot of things. We don't ever want to forget about our awesome sponsors. You know, here are great sponsors. We have EMP Shield, uh, Numana, Minuteman Coffee, blowing out. I mean, the oh roaster is like on fire. I mean, they're roasting so much. I Miss America Blend Coffee, MinutemanCoffee.com. Minutemen is plural, Minutemen Coffee. And then Backwoods Home Magazine, which we love. 
And those are sponsors. And this, what's well, that? And let me point this out to you, too. I encourage all of you to go to our website, mm-hmm. prepping2-0.com, and click on Friends and Affiliates. Many of these sponsors have a special coupon codes or deals. If you use the links there and use the codes that we've listed there. So yeah. so when you say go to Minuteman Coffee, I'm like, ooh, but go yeah, to our no, website first Thank so that you, you get much. the extra deal that that's goes right. with it's it. That's right. It's like, it's a pretty significant discount. If you go through our site, prepping2-0.com, friends and family, friends and affiliates uh, tab, and then look for logos like Minuteman Coffee or EMP Shield or New Banner or Backwoods Home or anything like that. And here's a special shout out. Now, this is not a sponsor. Uh, We don't get paid for this. There's a super cool product. We had a guest on, uh, Seth from Power Film Solar. Power Film makes amazing, rugged, field-use solar panels that are flexible and that are and high demand by the military and special operations units they make them available to civilians and they come with a charge control and all the stuff you need so you don't need to know any electronics or electrical stuff and then um i got one they sent one in the mail yes it was complimentary so there's there's our full disclosure thing and i paired um up their power film solar panel with a hardened power systems hammo can h-a-m-m-o can it's like a ham radio ammo can and it contains a radio and a bunch of other stuff you gotta go and look at it um hardenpowersystems.com and um it's amazing um now you out in the field you can power a radio and you can talk to your team and do all the stuff you need to do with a combination of solar and the hammo can has a battery and stuff in it it's just a really cool system i hope to be doing some videos and that sort of thing so i wanted to give a shout out to power film solar and hardened power systems they make great amazing products they're cool people and it's stuff you're going to use if you've got a team or a mutual assistance group it's legit equipment very cool so whoo, we Ooh. have our mailbag of questions we're going to start um well we answered a few of them on our show from a few weeks ago when we had jeff reynolds on um and the topic then was how he became a prepper mm-hmm. uh so we did a few with him which is really nice because you got kind of a full uh, flavored sort of answer. You got his answer from mm-hmm. some of those for some of those from questions. His newbie perspective. From his newbie perspective, then ours were more experienced, which is great. So we're going to start with Tim, mm-hmm. and he asked the question: Any new novels in the works? I really enjoyed both of your series. Also, hello from Oklahoma. Okay, LA H O M A. Um, any new novels in the works? I will. I will field this. No, uh, maybe if I have time. Um, there was going to be a second edition of 299 Days. It turns out that didn't happen. The publisher did not have the bandwidth to do all the editing and all of that other stuff, which is fine in retrospect because we spent 2020 prepping ourselves and didn't have time to write stuff. So that is the answer with the 299 Days side of the house. Shelby, what's the uh, answer with your side of the house? A great state. And I get this question a lot um, because there apparently everyone's really upset that I did not finish a character well <laughs> at the end uh. of my three book series. My goal was to kind of leave everybody with all the main characters and apparently one of the hated characters became a main character that I didn't think was main character. Anyway, mm-hmm. that being said, um, that that trilogy stands as it is. However, I can see not in the near future. Do not start hounding me. Uh, there there are some storylines in there that I feel like I could do a short novel, a novella, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or something like that. So, But I don't have the bandwidth right now. And I'm still kind of cogitating on those. So, um, yeah, everyone wants to know what happens to Steve. It's kind of mm-hmm. like who shot JR, right? Mm-hmm. So. Hang in there. More to be announced later. 
Elizabeth C. asks, um, and he, she says, I'll, I'll take this one. Shelby says, hi, Glenn's book books talk about reconciliation once the country uh, had a new path. Do you think that is possible with the U.S.? There's so much hatred from the left. In the previous civil war, it was north against south, and they had reconciliation. But both sides were honorable people with a biblical core uh, core values, and both sides love their country. That is no longer the case. How do you see this country ever coming together again? Well, Shelby. I, I, and I want you to answer that from your your uh, perspective of history and as an attorney. I would say this. History tells us, though, it wasn't a smooth Mm-hmm. Towards reconciliation, there was still a lot of animosity between guerrilla warfare, the Ku Klux yes. Klan, and insurgency. Decades of real extreme political yeah. division, and 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 so it took a long time. It took a couple of generations, I would say, before it even evened out. So, and my screen just went away there. So, I will add that. Um, I also think right now it's very different because of what she just says because. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I, I listen to people on the left talk and their words are English, <laughs> but they make absolutely no sense whatsoever. They don't make sense. To, you know what I mean? Are, are you listening to what you're saying? Do you understand that, that that's one factually not true? And there, and I'm like, we, I have nothing in. I remember Matt Shea saying this. I remember uh, JJS saying this, John Jacob Schmidt. I I, I, I I have nothing. In, we don't share the same God. We don't share the same language. You don't share the same values. You don't, and, and, as, and as long as they are destroying the Constitution, we don't share the same country. So those are my those are my initial thoughts. But I'd love to know yours because you're the you're the attorney in the room. <laughs> oh, I don't know if that means much here. Here's the situation, Elizabeth, and everyone else listening. A lot of what I wrote about in 299 days about reconciliation and the goal of reconciliation and putting it on a high moral plane was hopeful. Um, I didn't want to write a book that said, hey, go out and hate and kill. I didn't want that. I can't do that. That's not God's message. And I believe 299 days in a great state, both are examples of God's message getting out via you and me at a keyboard writing stuff. So that that was my goal. I didn't want it to be kind of a a kill your neighbor handbook. um, And I still don't. Uh, it was theoretical back in the early 2010s when I wrote this, 2010 through about 2014. We hadn't seen a lot of the stuff that we had seen. I could have imagined it. Intellectually, I could manage imagine it, but I hadn't seen it firsthand. I hadn't seen, for example, video from Portland from a couple of weeks ago where you hear a guy clearly say, hey, we got a Trumper. Boom, boom. And he shoots a guy in the chest. I mean, so... Um, I think it's going to be, let me be candid, it's going to be harder in real life than yes. what I portrayed in my books. Um, I portrayed it a little bit sugar-coated for a good reason and an honorable, decent reason, I think. But it won't be that easy. And and the books don't make it sound like an easy process either. I mean, in in the end, reconciliation happens through a lot of hard work and a lot of people on the right putting aside their hatred. You'll notice in 299 days, there's no character, some left-wing guy who's like, gee, I used to be in BLM, but now I'm going to be a decent human being, right? There's none of that because I don't expect it. The only way reconciliation happens is if our side decides to be merciful and gracious, Right. period. The other side will not be, have no track record of being, mm -mm. uh, Mao wasn't, Lenin wasn't, Stalin wasn't, Kim Jong-un. You go down the list, Castro 
Maduro, uh, before him, Hugo Chavez. Um, There's never been gracious, magnanimous communists. So that is my answer. It is laudatory and it is a goal to have reconciliation. And I stand by that. And it is my personal goal and creed to use whatever influence I have in this community to steer this community towards reconciliation. But it ain't going to be easy. So just being honest. So we have a piggyback question of that from Patriot Cheap Dog says, uh, and he says to follow up on that question and says, if this is the end times as prophesied in the Bible and being discussed in every gathering, what do you think will transpire if the government uses the military to force vaccinations on every American? There's a typo there. Do you believe that this is the mark of the beast that was prophesied? I know I will not take the mark. I believe that if they follow this path, it will be... It will truly become hell on earth and there will be no reconciliation. I will say this, and I'm going to let you answer. John Jacob Schmidt on uh, Radio Free Redoubt did a great show, gosh, um, six weeks ago. Episode 90. Episode 90. Lady Liberty joined With him. Lady Liberty. Yes. And she joins him a lot these days. Yes, that's they're right. Because they're married. married. Sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and did a really great show uh Spelling out the mark of the beast and how some the vaccinations specifically that are being developed by Bill Gates are are terrifying when you hear the details on that. Uh, based upon the definition, now keep in mind, I, I have I have some I have some theological knowledge here. Based upon the definition, the biblical definition of mark of the beast, and based upon what's being developed specifically by Bill Gates, yes, that has all the hallmarks. Uh, it could be. Is that what could you're be right. It's consistent. It's with. consistent with and and yes, I won't take it. I won't have that mm-hmm. vaccine. That means that. So what happens then? And they draw it out in that episode. Is that means you may not be able to go to the grocery store and you may not be able to you know do things and have freedoms. You know what? That's why I prep. Mm-hmm. That's why I prep, and that's why I'm I'm working on becoming self-sustaining and all of that. So I don't have to depend on somebody else or have some sort of mark to have access to something. So um, I'm with you on that. And I will say this, it's a very, that's that's a personal decision. I am a Christian, you're a Christian, Glenn. And Glenn, you have some thoughts on this too. Yeah, by the way, there's kind of an easy solution to this. Um, <laughs> markets will always pop up and free enterprise will always be yep. there. And gangs, whether they're good gangs or bad gangs, will always operate. Shelby and I will not take the vaccine. We will not take a microchip and all that other stuff. What if we need to go to the grocery store? Guess what? We have cash. We have gold and silver. We give it to somebody with the mark of the beast thing going and they go in and they get our, you know, whatever it is we want, Doritos or whatever. So don't forget that guy. It's not like you're going to starve to death if you don't take this mark. And that's important for people to know because it's not a death sentence to avoid having any of these chips or anything like that you're not gonna die number one and more importantly um more importantly than number one so that'd be number one half i guess right (laughs) would be that your your soul is not going to be compromised so with all of that um that's how i see that going yeah great show episode 90 good stuff so yes lester branch uh says glenn your grandparents in 299 days were from oklahoma do you have ties to the red state or is that just a figment of your imagination many of us okies love the show thank you lester love okies i am indeed my grandparents are indeed from oklahoma uh the tulsa area i am an enrolled member of the muskogee creek indian nation which is one of the larger tribes in eastern oklahoma it's a for real thing 
Um, love Oklahoma. Okay. Haven't, and I will say this, that card gets you nowhere in Northwest it, Washington. No, it gets me nowhere. Um, sometimes it gets me a discount on fireworks on the res. Sometimes and they those just are get mad. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes they just get mad like I'm playing them. Um, love Oklahoma. It's a great state. Yes. It's one of the few states that if I had to leave Washington, I would go to because it's absolutely a solid, solid place. Our, our good friend, Bear Independent is in Oklahoma, in Eastern Oklahoma. It's becoming a place where a lot of people are going because Californians don't want to go there. Uh, they don't want to move. And, and Idaho has had problems. Um, Montana's had problems. Texas with, is having uh, problems. Texas is having problems with people fleeing blue states and bringing some or all of their blueness with them. Nobody's going to Oklahoma. And so Oklahoma, I think, is going to stay as red as it can be. So we, we love Oklahoma is the answer to your question. So our next question is from America Firster. Uh, and this is a great question. We'll dig into this a little bit. Glenn, has the team contracted or expanded over the years in real life since writing 299 Days? Keeping groups cohesive for extended periods of time poses its challenges. And I was curious as to whether or not you've encountered that with the team. What a great question. Yes. You know what, America Firster, I can't believe we're a couple years into this podcast. And this is the first <laughs> time someone's asked that question. Um, maintaining your mutual assistance group, your team, your crew, whatever you want to call it, um, is is a big task. It is a hard thing to do. It's like keeping a band together, right? I mean, a musical band. Um, so to answer your question, it has remained a, a, essentially the same. I can't think of any... Uh, people who have left the team. And this is the original team. And of course, in the books, there were some add-ons who came in later. So I'm talking the original team, still very much together, still get together. Panda is still around. Exactly. So um, we've added to the team. We have some new folks who have, first of all, like amazing mindset. I I don't care about stuff. You know, there's a, a phrase in special operations community of which I'm not a member, having never been in the military. I never want to imply that. Um, they talk about mindset, skill set, and then tool set, right? And that's the order it goes in. So some amazing, amazing dudes. So the team is bigger. If I were to write the books now, there would be uh, more and there would be richer characters with richer experiences. So yeah, I've stuck together and actually grown. And here's the thing. And we addressed this a little bit in our episode with uh, Bear Independent where we talked about uh, mutual assistance groups and tribe. That's a mm-hmm. term we use also. Tribe is bigger than your team. Tribe is the families and everything, the community that supports it. But um, the point that we made there was there's such thing as auxiliaries and pickup teams. Auxiliary would be people that are not on your team, but they're helpful. Um, we have a we have a guy who owns a bunch of heavy hauling equipment who's not a team guy, doesn't have the time. Um, doesn't have the firearms training and all those other things, but he is definitely going to be called upon. He can call upon us. We can call upon him. There's pickup teams. There's just dudes that you know well enough to be able to trust that are maybe going to get together for one specific thing. Maybe um, uh, a bunch of gasoline tankers need to make it down a highway to a town that needs gasoline and you need 10 dudes and you only have five, but you got five guys that you know are decent and they're, they're not criminals and you can trust them and all that other stuff. So there may be pickup teams. So yes, it's, it's expanded and it's very interesting about teams America first or about the team, I should say. And that is we, we have no desire to add to the core team because there's, there's no real need to because 
two things. We've got such a great auxiliary and pickup team system. And a lot of the guys on the team, the new ones, and I'm not even going to tell you what they do, but let me just say this. They have networks <laughs> yeah, and they can snap their fingers and a bunch of super good dudes will show up and all of that. So we don't need more guys. And then the second reason there aren't just a bunch of guys coming into this team is that it's very hard to do that. It almost has to be like lightning in a bottle. It has to be something that happens kind of maybe once in a lifetime. I don't want to discourage people, but it is it is hard to keep adding to it. I mean, think of mm-hmm. bands, right? I mean, you've got the Beatles. Well, what if they had like like a horn section? And what if they had a bunch of backup singers? And pretty soon there's 15 people. You know what I mean? It's just, it's hard to do that. So you keep the core group and you have auxiliary and pickup dudes. But we have a couple solid, full membership, legit team dudes now. And we're very, very thankful. Well, and I will say this, to add to that though, if you were to look at each person, some of the, they've come and gone. Some have moved away and moved back. There's been a lot of personal life mm-hmm. stuff. So people take time. People off. take time off. People come and go. So to and to say that yes, this this team by the grace of God is still together. But to, I I think what he says how it's very hard to keep them cohesive mm-hmm. over an extended period of time. I it's think true. it's true. Um, people have come and gone and, and we've just managed to keep this together. You have, I should say. Uh, but I, I think that's always an ongoing thing. So I think those are the discussions you need to have as a mutual assistance group. It's like, if we lose a member, do we replace them? And, and do we have somebody that we're thinking of that we can add and, and, and all of that. So keep it going, but just know life, life, life and families and girlfriends and divorces and kids kids and all of that just move us around and right now i think about our last episode with dan from the food industry 20 percent of the american population by his best estimation is moving right now so in the process is in the process of to add a couple things to that too it's funny shelby that the longer we do this show the more we can say hey we did an episode on that right i know isn't that cool off the top of my head it was episodes 20 and 21, so it was quite a while ago, to be honest. We had the Spokane team. Just look. Yes. Prepping2-0.com. And you will see Spokane them at the team. And we they're going to be at, the, gonna be at, at the, the, the Panhandle Expo. And it was two episodes. An amazing, amazing group of guys. Uh, I know a bunch of them are listening right now. Amazing group of guys who have really figured this out. And they gave some incredibly practical advice about this very topic. And they, my sense is... Um, talked to one of them on the phone two days ago because mm-hmm. he was like, hey, yeah. going to p- panhandle? I said, heck yeah. And so we made some logistical stuff. But anyway, they, my sense is, uh, keep adding people and vetting people. And they have because a really- people keep moving. That's one of their things. And, yeah. and more is better as long as they're vetted. So yeah, go back and listen to the uh, the two episodes with the Spokane team. And you're going you're gonna to get some really good practical Information. Well, speaking of practical, a question oh, everyone's really always question. asking. Yes, yeah. I probably to save get your to life. This. Probably I know. save your Seriously. life. Seriously, the life of millions. <laughs> David David asks, Cocoa Krispies or Captain Crunch? I'm going to go Cocoa Krispies because Captain Crunch like destroys the roof of my mouth. It's oh, like know. eating pumice, like <laughs> lava. Right? It's like I eat Captain Crunch and I'm spitting up blood for about a week. What well, about question, you, Shelby? I, well, Cocoa Krispies because it's chocolate. But I always look at cereals like that. I'm like, which one's gluten-free? Because our household yeah. has to be gluten-free. So. And Cocoa Krispies are gluten-free. I don't know about Captain Crunch. Probably. I mean, because yes. chemicals aren't gluten. 
There you go. So, <laughs> exactly. Now, Cap'n Crunch tastes delicious. I'm not going to lie. No, but, but it just. You have to let it soak in milk for a half an hour, truly. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. Exactly. Uh, it's good, by the way, if you've got rust on a firearm, take some Captain Crunch and you can scrape <laughs> off the rust with the Captain Crunch. And then anyway, Chris Rowland gets in on the fun and says, go with honey bunches of oats. Love honey bunches of oats. Um, but yeah. It doesn't have enough sugar. Yeah, it is, but it's gluten-free. So All there's right, so that Chris J, so do you want me to ask this since he's asking it towards you? So I will pretend to be Chris J. He says, this question falls mostly to Glenn for his experience and background as a lawyer. What are your thoughts on concealed carry insurance? Great question. Yes, we I in the prepping so. world try and do everything to keep us and our people safe and protected. There may come a time when each of us may have to use deadly force to protect ourselves from bad people. Being sent to prison for decades because you couldn't afford top-notch legal counsel would be a, as devastating as getting shot and killed. Your wife is a widow either way. I'd like you guys... I like you guys live here in Washington. I like you guys. I think I, so. I like you guys. Similar to. Commas are important. Yep. We love I commas. like you guys live here in Washington where the insurance commissioner has deemed it illegal to obtain carry insurance as they said that in this state is illegal to insure criminal activity. Whew. I know this same mandate applies for applies in other states as well. What are your thoughts, recommendations on if I'm placing too much importance on this or not and if you've discovered any workaround? Great question. We have about three, four minutes in the regular um, show, and then we're going to be taking this into the after show, and the Patreons can hear this. But I can answer this question in a couple minutes. I am 1,000% in favor of concealed carry insurance. And basically what it is is if you're involved in a self-defense shooting or, I guess, stabbing, a self-defense incident, uh, you have insurance to cover the cost of a really good criminal defense attorney. I don't do criminal law. And so I'm not going to try to represent myself because, you know, criminal and civil are, are two different things. Um, it also provides you the bail money. That's 10%. If it's a million dollar bail, you're out a hundred grand and you ain't getting it back, even if you show up for trial. So that is a huge thing. You're exactly right, Chris J. I looked into this and you're right about Washington and New Jersey, I'm told, are the two states where you cannot insure yourself against uh, the costs of self-defense. Um, the Washington State and presumably New Jersey insurance commissioners call it murder insurance. Uh, it's not murder if it's self-defense, you dumbo. So um, there's that. Here's my suggestion. There are a variety of companies that do this. I'm not familiar with all of them except for one I'm familiar with, and that is USCCA, the United States Concealed Carry Association. They have been doing it and doing it really, really well, and I'm very impressed. And a little birdie told me, we might be having some USCCA people on the show here in mid-October. Wow. Yes. So, and they're going to talk about this very topic and very all, timely right now too. All the ramifications that go into it. Um, USCCA is not a sponsor. They don't give us any money. I couldn't get their product for free if I wanted to because I live in Washington State. But it's affordable. Oh, they'll give it to you free and you'll get nothing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, anyway, highly recommend it if you're carrying a firearm even semi-regularly, and you need to carry it regularly, uh, you need this. You need this because it can cost a lot of money. They also have insurance against the civil lawsuits that may come uh, if some dirtbag sues you, you know, because you shot him. So highly recommended. There's a variety of them. Um, get one that makes sense to you. And if you live in Washington, New Jersey, so sorry. Yep. So there you have it. And Show me how much time do we have? Uh, my clock is not oh, working. Oh, that's so I a have great question. My my screen went away. One moment. So the next question, though, it's real short. We oh, you know what? We're gonna have to save the next question. Yeah. 
to the uh, after show because we need to wind down a little bit. Folks, we have, I, and this is one of those, I encourage you to think about joining Patreon. You can do it for as little as a couple of bucks a month. And we carry on these conversations and the ones that we have with our guests. Sometimes an hour, hour long into, into, the, after into the after show. And there's a lot more information there. And then you get to go see the comments on each show. And that's where a lot of community happens. Folks, Take a deep breath. We're in the middle of a collapse. We'll see many of you here soon. Um, But I'd like to leave you with the famous quote from our famous um, founding father, Benjamin Franklin. Preparing to fail is failing to preparing. Failing to prepare is preparing to fail. Have a great week, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. You've been listening to Prepping 2.0 with authors Shelby Gallagher and Glenn Tate. All of the fun and easy prepping information heard on this podcast can be found online at prepping2-0.com. You can also find out more about Glenn's books online at 299days.com and about Shelby's books online at agreatstate.com. Until next time, be smart, be safe, and be prepared. Be-